Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Today is episode eight of the God in the Game podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Austin Pernice. So glad that you took the time out of your day to watch this or just to tune in and listen. God bless you and I hope you are doing well. So today's topic is having a relationship with God. This is just a topic that I've had on my heart the past few weeks and I thought I'd make an episode out of it. I'm not going to make this very long. Um, Looking towards 20 minutes max, maybe. So let's just dive right into it. Having a relationship with God. Too many people believe that Catholic and Christianity is the same thing. And I am happy that I was raised up in the Christian church and not in the Catholic church. I'm not putting any shade or hate on anyone who is Catholic. I'm just putting personal events and experiences through my life being born and raised up as a Christian and in a Christian family. So, being Catholic is a religion. You know, it's not as intimate as being Christian is. Now, some people might just have, like, made a face when I said that, but the Catholic practices aren't the same as the Christian practices. You know, Christianity is not a religion. If you are a Christian, you do not practice a type of religion. You practice developing your relationship with God. Being Christian is about having a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is God in human form. He is God in the flesh. And The reason why I wear my cross every day is because of what Christ has done for us and what he has done for me and what he has done for you even though you might not even have realized it. The cross symbolizes and represents Jesus dying upon the cross so that 
he can wipe away our sins. He died for you so that you can have forgiveness of your sins. But that doesn't mean that you can just go on your life and repeatedly sin and be like, oh, it's fine. Christ died for me, so I am forgiven. You, There's steps to that forgiveness. First step is repenting for your sin. It's saying, I messed up. I have realized what I had done wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me. Step two is prayer. There is power in prayer. Having a to have a relationship with God, a relationship with Christ, you must pray and you must pray daily. And do it often every day. Through prayer is the time where you talk with God. You talk with Christ. You develop the intimate relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. Having a relationship with Christ means fully surrendering your life to him. It means making certain sacrifices in your life. Some things that you might have to give up in order to receive a bigger blessing. It means fleeing from worldly desires of our flesh and the worldly actions that happen in society. It means turning away from what your friends are doing, the sins that your friends are repeatedly doing every day when you go and hang out with them. The excessive drinking, the excessive smoking, the taking drugs, the having sex with random hookups, not surrendering yourself to just one partner, The unfaithfulness that you have with your partner. Whatever it may be, turn away from it. Leave it all behind. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. I have lived in that sinful world. It says in the the Bible, the wages of sin is death. And it is through our faith that we are saved. It is not through our works. It is through our faith that we get to heaven. It is through believing that Jesus died for us on the cross. It is through believing that Jesus is one of the most, if the most popular human being, most important person in history. When you start to have a deeper relationship with God, when you start to pray on a daily basis, when you start to repent for your sins, when you realize the sins that might be coming up in your life, 
through the, the temptations that the enemy is putting onto you daily. Get in the word. Read your Bible. Use God's word to defend the temptation, to defend and stop yourself from making the sins that you might want to make. Another part about having a relationship with God is answering the phone when God is calling you. You might not have your heart and eyes open to it. It might pass you by. But God is calling you. God is calling you to serve a higher purpose. When you start answering the call that God places on your life, you will see how much he will continue to bless you once you take action and you answer the call. For me, I've been raised a Christian. You guys heard my testimony before. Um, But, you know, I struggled a lot in middle school and high school. Didn't really fully understand my purpose. Didn't fully understand my faith in Christianity. And I was sinning a lot. And I was just going to church on Sundays and thinking that was enough to live as a Christian. Being a Sunday Christian will not get you far. It will not get you into the kingdom of heaven. You must, you must be two feet dipped in the body of Jesus. You must be two feet across the fence. Stop living your life on the fence. Stop living your life half for God and half for the enemy. You can't. You're gonna mess up every day if you keep doing that. Us Christians are not perfect. I'm not perfect by any means. I'm far from perfect. But over over this entire year, I have seen so much growth in my life, in my character, in my morals, in who I am as a person, as a Christian that was created in the image of God. And I have seen the blessings that have forecome ever since I fully gave my life to Christ. See, if you if you get baptized and then you continue to stumble and fall in your sins and fall in your temptation and you don't completely surrender yourself and give your life to Christ and you and you are still remaining on the fence what good is it what good is it that you got baptized yes it's an amazing thing congratulations for doing it but if you don't make the changes and the sacrifices that you must make once you fully surrender your life 
then why did you get baptized in the first place? Think of it this way. If you started playing a new, brand new sport, say you play football for five, six years and you love it, but you get, you're get beginning to get tired of it and you want to try and, and play a new sport. So you pick up basketball, right? Are you just going to, to learn how to make a layup? how to pass the ball, and maybe be okay at shooting? No. You are going to do your own research, find skills, find um, certain exercises and workouts so that you can be the best basketball player that you can possibly be. Why go in 50%? Stop living your life as a Christian, as a 50% Christian. Live your life as a 100% Christian, a man of God that lives his life like Christ did. A person that when you go outside of your home, anyone that you come in contact with through your faith and through the works and through your actions that you do, the the words that you say to someone, the words that come out of your mouth, people will see it inside of you. People will see that you are on fire for the Lord. People will see that you have an immense amount of joy, unexplainable joy that you get. From living a life free of sin. From living a life completely surrendered to God. I'm going to read a Bible verse from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. It says, For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart you were born to serve a purpose God provided you with a purpose he he gave you a reason to be here the chances of you being born are very rare wake up every day with an immense amount of gratitude for being alive. Love the person that you were created to be. Love every single flaw that you have inside of your body, mind, and soul. Work on the parts of your life that may be seen as a weakness to you. Love the strengths that you have. Work on those, yes. Work on the weak points in your life. A weak point in my life used to be my fate. And I was struggling with my mental health. I was living a life of sin. I was focusing on the college life of partying. And it got me nowhere. I was seeking joy and seeking validation from 
things of the world and not things of godly measure and matter. You have tried everything to make you happy. You have tried everything to fill the void in your life, but it didn't work. Now try Jesus and seek how your life changes after answering the call that he has for you. Because our salvation is only found in our relationship with Christ. And through that salvation and through God's grace and mercies, we can live our life of faith and make our way up to heaven. Seek first his kingdom and all else will be added. God will continue to bless you more and more once he sees the steps that you are taking to become closer to him. Another Bible verse. Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered and he delivered me from all my fears. Another one. Psalm 40, verse 4. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. I know we all have things that we are scared of in life. The only thing that I'm scared of now is God. Once you fear God and everything else becomes easy. It doesn't matter what people say about you. It doesn't matter the judgments that they place upon you, the judgments that they have that they have placed upon you. Your relationship with God once that becomes stronger and stronger every day, people will see the light that is inside of you and God will use you God plants people and obstacles into our life for a reason God planted my best friend Tyler into my life when I needed him the most and since our first conversation that we had it helped change my life. It helped me realize what the life that I was living was one that was me being on the fence in my faith. And I was living a life half for God and half for the enemy. And I, I, I didn't see, I, I, my eyes were closed and I just kept pressing decline whenever God was calling me. And I pray this in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray you are watching this right now i pray that you start to unravel your life and you start to depict the choices that you make every day you start making the sacrifices that you have to make in order for you to grow and become one percent better every single day can i get an amen
even in times when we are unfaithful. God remains faithful. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust the Lord with all of your heart and do not, I say, do not lean on your own understanding. Take the time to understand the Bible. Take the time out of your day to pray. Not just for yourself. Pray for family. Pray for friends. Pray for your friends' friends. Pray for that that stranger that you met today that might have had a bad day, that you have no clue what is going on in, in their life. Pray that their chains may be broken in Jesus' name. We all have chains that are holding us back in our life. And chains must be broken every single day. Every day you must pick up your cross and follow God and live a life that is Christ-like. And see how he blesses you. Not only you, that he blesses your family financially, physically, psychologically, socially, emotionally. Amen. We cannot satisfy ourselves. We have tried. I've tried for the past six years to do it. Through drinking. Smoking, following the crowd. Stop trying to follow the leader and start becoming the leader. Amen. Having a relationship with God cannot be half assed. Excuse my variety. You can't go and do life 40% with faith and 60% by yourself. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Whatever problems that you have, give it to God. Whatever anxiety or stress that you are going through and dealing with, give it to God. Ask for His wisdom. Ask for His patience. Ask for him to provide you with whatever needs you must have to get you through the day. Some of us live life and we just replay all the bad mistakes that we have done, whatever achievements that, that we have may achieve from the past, and we bring the past to the present. And then we take our worries and anxieties about our future, what what we're going to be doing in four or five years, ten years by now, where we will be in that time span. Focus on the present. Take life one day at a time. Get better 1% every single day. Amen. And lastly, I'm just going to say this. God was calling me and I kept hitting decline. I pray that you take the steps and make the sacrifices to make the changes in your life. Put God first. Continue to keep God in the game every single day. 
you will see your life be changed beyond your eyes. God's plan is always better than the plans that we have for ourselves. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Start having a deeper, stronger, better relationship with God. Uh, make, stop trying to make it a religion. Focus on God. Pray. Read the Bible. Evangelize. Spread the gospel. You will see how God will bless your life and your family's lives. This is Awesome News, Episode 8 of God in the Game. Keep God in the game. Have a nice day. I love you and God loves you too.